Yo, what's good? And welcome back to the Youth of the Nation podcast with Talin, of course, episode 78. T-Dog, how you doing, bro? Yo, I'm great, man. Just uh, trying to stay positive in this season, you know? Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm doing good, man. Uh, just finished work and I'm excited to be uh, recording with you tonight. Yo, bro. Uh, dude. Me and Talin were talking before this for probably 20 minutes before we even started. and Honestly, yeah. We're, we're pretty jacked about this episode and super excited to get into it. And I think something that's been great in this quarantine time, bro, has been consistent and recording and getting it out, bro. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, we missed that for sure for like a couple of weeks. <laughs> probably yeah. due to my doing, but hey, we're, <laughs> we're back and we're ready. In full effect. I'm, I'm not letting you down. We're dropping episodes every week. Let's get it. Yeah, you got your dad looking out, bro. We got our first bro. supporter. We have someone who gives us money. Every, like, think about that, bro. That is crazy. Yeah, somebody supports us. That's crazy. Somebody supports us. So, uh, don't worry, y'all. These are coming out and with more content and all that. But we just want to dive into it, bro. Tell me, man. Tell me your thoughts on this virtual NFL draft. Like, what were your thoughts behind it? What'd you like? What'd you hate? Oh man, I, I I like I like the <laughs> I like I like the Joe Burrow pick first. Um, I think that kid is gonna be lights out in the NFL. Um, I think that like a lot of other quarterbacks that go first, they end up being like busts. Cleveland Browns typically um, <laughs> quarterbacks that go yeah. first end up being bust. But um, I, I think Joe Burrow and in that system that they have there. Um, with some of the guys he has around him, I feel like it's going to work out pretty well. And then they just like go up Andy Dalton. So like, he's the guy now, you know? Um, and then some of the other ones that didn't make sense is like, um, oh boy from, um, um, Oklahoma that went to, (laughs) that went to Philly. Yeah. To me, that didn't make sense. Um, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank on his name, but that just, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. There you go. It's just what, like you got Carson Wentz for all this money and now you're, now you're drafting a first-round quarter? That so doesn't make sense. But I think I know why. Why? So the reason is, there's 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 kind of two reasons behind it. Jalen um, is is an athlete, right? So he's more than – they oh, through and through. They're drafting – I think this is the first quarterback that we know that has been drafted because of what Taysom Hill does. Hmm. And so they drafted him. And then I also think, so now there's a 17-game season. So there's 17 games. Uh, Did you know that? Or a 17-week season? Yep, I did find Yeah, 17 weeks. 18-week season. And so I think the the, the point of it is, yo, let Jalen Hurts play two games. Carson Wentz chills out at the end of the season. Mm. Um, And so when you think of it as Carson Wentz has been hurt a couple times. And Jalen Hurts is an athlete. And kind of what football is looking like now, it's I'm okay with it. Now, would I do it in the second round? Probably not in the second round, but we'll see, man. We'll see how it works out. But if Carson Wentz gets hurt, then that, I mean, that's like, then you have good backup. Mm-hmm. But if he doesn't get hurt and you're kind of paying this guy and he's on a rookie contract, so, you know, it's like, but he's on a first round rookie contract. So then it's like, it's, it, it kind of goes both ways, but we'll see, yeah. bro. But that was a perplexing. Actually, one. I think, I think he got, did he get taken in the first round? No, second round. Second, second round. round. Yeah, he got yeah. taken in the second round. But 
one of the things I don't like is the way the Seahawks drafted. And I know like every year we, we do this draft pick where we just pick guys that we think are going to work out for us. It worked out for us in 2013 and 14 when we won the Super Bowl and made it to the Super Bowl. But just like, man, how do we always get an F on our, on our drafting? And like <laughs> we left some good guys on the table to pick up some of these dudes. I've never heard of. It's like, I don't understand it, but hey, Pete Carroll, I understand where you're, what you're doing. You're a great coach, so I have faith in you, and I hope that you lead us to where we need to be. But sometimes I just don't get it. Sometimes I do not get it. So you know what I was confused by? Why didn't you guys take DeAndre Swift? Bro, he was white. Oh my god! Tell bro. me, because your guys's running back room has been, uh, has been, you know, you know that gang, the Crips. They've been crippled, bro. They've been crippled for the longest time. So, bro, what happened? I don't know, man. I don't even know. If, is Chris Carson even going to come back? I haven't even heard about Chris Carson. I know Penny probably won't be back uh, in time with the injury he had. Um, we should just cut ProSize because he's not even valuable. Anyway, but, yeah. So, <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see what's going on with Chris Carson um, next year. We did. We got a running back, um, but we didn't get the – we didn't get the running back. We should have gotten. So, oh, bro, you gotta draft the guy. If a guy named DeAndre Swift falls to you, <laughs> you have to draft him. Just the last name alone, Swift. Like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. That's like if, if like some guy's last name is Brady. I don't care who you are. You're drafting him. <laughs> you're drafting him. So, yeah, man. I thought I thought the virtual draft overall though was pretty good. I mean, yeah. It was funny when the San Diego Chargers were choosing and they had no pictures in the background. They had no, like, like uh, fans. Oh. It just had, like, the San Diego logo. I don't know if someone, like, like uh, photoshopped it, but they put, like, the San Diego logo over all 12 of the things that were behind. Dang. Uh, yeah, That's bro. real. That's tough. <laughs> well, the thing is, is they're the, one of the only teams that never plays a home game because they don't have a stadium. They don't have a stadium, yeah. So they have, like, they're playing in a soccer stadium who fits, like, one-third of what an NFL team fits. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think about that, uh, the video with uh, C.D. Lamb taking his the phone away from his girl? Snatched it from her. Did you see his explanation? No, I didn't see that, but he, he basically snatched was like, it from <laughs> He basically was like, this is, like, the draft phone, so I can't have you, like, on this phone, like, uh, you know what I mean? And I was like, that's valid. This is biz- it's business, baby. What are you doing? But uh, I think I saw someone post like, it's just a bunch of sorry people who are like making fun of this girl, but she is now a millionaire. I mean, let's just talk about it. <laughs> true. I mean, true. Come on. Hey, she, she leveled up. <laughs> she did, bro. She, yeah. she got in what she got in and now she's a millionaire. And yep. so, and I don't like CeeDee Lamb now cause he's a cowboy. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't care what happens. Uh, what do you think is going to happen in Miami with uh, – Who is the truth? With Tua. Tua is the truth, bro. I think so, too. And I think that he's going to – I think he's going to tear it up as well. Um, he, and I'm excited to see that left hand, bro. That's going to be that's gonna be dangerous. He he has a high ceiling. I, I think people forget before he got hurt and Bleacher Report posted that picture like he died. Um, <laughs> he – did you see that picture they posted like after he got hurt in that Bama game? Nuh-uh. Bro, dude, I got to send it to you sometime. It literally yeah. looks like Tua died. He's like, it's so funny. <laughs> but, bro, I, 
two is the truth, but this is the confusing pick. And if you are someone who's who came to this podcast for Christian leadership stuff, give us like five minutes. We'll be done with this in a second. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, the confusing pick to me was Justin Herbert, bro. He's not the truth. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you've watched a lot of his film, but Justin Herbert is not the guy. He went, he went, he went to the chargers, right? No. Yeah. Yeah. He's the guy who went to the chargers. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. When they, when they chose him, I was kind of confused. I mean, I feel like there was a couple other quarterbacks on the board. Hurts. Yeah. 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 And so the Eagles, don't, but that's the thing. I'm gl- All right. Out of any quarterback that the Eagles would have drafted, I'm glad it was Hurts because if we would have drafted Herbert, I would have became a Seahawks fan. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wish that happened so you could be a Hawks fan. Bro, I just, he's not, I, I don't know a lot about football, but I've watched a lot of film like in high school and stuff. And mm-hmm. the biggest point about football is you got to throw your receivers open and throw it to where they can get the ball. Yep. And he has these big receivers and can't throw them open. He's missing easy throws. Bro, me and you would be out there making these throws. <laughs> Lights out. Lights out, bro. So, hey, the virtual draft was cool. I don't think it was a failure at all. I think they did what they needed to do. and Yeah, it they, worked. They got in and got out. You know what I mean? Some of those houses that we saw were pretty crazy, but. Bro, for real. Yeah. I feel like everyone who got drafted. But I love what I love, bro, is the color people who got drafted. Because mm. th- did you see that one boy who had all of the women in his life around him? Uh, uh, maybe, yeah. Oh, I forgot who it was, but it was so awesome. Like, you kind of get a, get, get a glimpse into their story because mm-hmm. everyone's at home. Because, you know, the people who are at home are usually the second to third to fourth, you know, so on round picks. Yep. They don't get asked to go to the draft. But now everyone is at home, so it's like everybody's at home. But I, some of the houses, I'm like, what do your parents do? Like, were they ball players before, or like most of the time, bro? Like, I mean, think about it. If, you, if you're, you know, Joe Burrow's dad was in the NFL. Uh, no, no, was he? No, Joe. They were all college ball players. But I mean, gotcha. they. I'm sure he does something sports wise. So, yeah, bro. Anyway, NFL draft is cool, but what's crazy? is staying virtual is bro i was reading this article about zoom fatigue bro okay so tell me man have you been in a zoom and you've been like i'm i'm over this this is my fifth zoom today i'm over it yes i mean all the time right you're just yes <laughs> yes i have 100 percent from zoom meeting to zoom oh meeting it was like I'm, gosh. all right i'm, I'm done this is it. <laughs> bro. especially with work because all of our meetings are virtual now so it's like we can sit and I today like literally purposely left my computer chair in my <laughs> office in my room to drive to Jordan's house just to be in a different spot while I'm on a zoom call. It was phenomenal to be away from home, but it was also like, Oh, here we go again. Zoom. Like, and so mm. um, just being on zoom and, and I do it for work and then we do it for church sometimes. And then we'll have our guy meets and then we'll have like, we did a draft party over zoom and it's like, bro, I'm done. You're over it. So I was reading this article, bro, that talks about Zoom fatigue as a real thing. Hmm. It's a real thing. And it was actually interesting. So I'm going to read a little bit of a part okay. of what it says. And as it turns out, there's a good reason for this fatigue that we're talking about. And we're f- t- more tired than usual. It says, 
Human beings use our bodies and our actual words to communicate upwards of 85 to 90% of what we say. So I'm sure you've heard that statistic, but like most of communication is body language. So these these nonverbal cues, eye contact, tone of voice, facial expression, body language, gestures, timing, and intensity of responses are the body's way of to say, uh, this is what it means to be with others and around. This also article also says that our bodies are so tired because they're not around more bodies. Whoa. It's crazy to me. And so, and, and what's happening, bro, is our body has to, cause look like me and you are on this call, right? And I'm using mm-hmm. my, I use my hands a lot. So you can probably tell more like what I'm thinking, but in zoom, mm-hmm. it's usually just someone talking and you can't, you kind of can't pick up on the, on my body language, on my cues, you know, I could be upset with you, not, but you know, like I could be upset with you, but you wouldn't know because of a zoom. But in person you could be like, ah, Nate's kind of upset. You know what I mean? And so yeah, it says that our, our brain is having to pick up on everything else and having to work way harder because it's not getting those nonverbal cues, bro. Hmm. And so it actually talks about, it says, we have to intentionally, and oh, bro, this is crazy. What it says is that since we're so tired, what it turns in is, is to irritability and anger. So have you found yourself being more irritable or angry? Definitely. <laughs> why do you think, I mean, so why do you and think? I, don't, I, I, I think that it, it comes from more just like frustration, like, um, knowing that, like, again, I have another Zoom meeting tomorrow. And this is actually kind of crazy to think about. It's like, like, I haven't found myself frustrated in a long time. But like lately, like even Jordan will tell me like, hey, are you are you good? You're kind of timid. And I'm like, mm-hmm. huh, you know, I don't, I don't know. And so now to think about it, it's like, maybe it is Zoom. Maybe I need to like skip my next 12 meetings. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> he said, I'm just not gonna show up. I'm just not yeah. showing up to work. I think it's true, man. I was in a conversation the other day too, and they were like, "Hey, you good?" And I was like, "No, nah, I'm straight. I'm just out of it." And then when I read this article, I was like, "Of course," because what you're saying—that frustration of like your frustration, especially knowing you—is your frustration is coming out of this idea of you can't be around people. Yeah, you're you're immobile. You can't move and your brain yeah. is freaking out. And so we're angry. I thought that was weird. Yeah. I'm just waiting for uh, Inslee to tell us on Friday, tomorrow actually, whether or not. Um, I know it's not going to be lifted, but how long is it going to extend and when can stuff start opening up again? Hey, we'll see, dog. <laughs> we uh, will see. I have a feeling that it's going to last all the way through June, but through june dude that'd be crazy i think so man i think that he's gonna extend it another month so hey we'll hear back june 4th or june 5th and then by the time june happens hey we'll hear back in july fourth of july is canceled no parties and uh we'll be social distancing but things will start to open slowly by july is like my guess i'm not gonna make a guess i'm gonna be optimist you know i'm saying he's gonna be like hey we'll give it a week we'll be back I hope so. <laughs> uh, praying, but it was actually this is really good. It says some intentionalities is uh, make it a practice to take walks during the day, if possible, change the location of work in your home. 
which I don't like doing because I like this window to see what's going on. Um, when possible, stand yeah. while doing work, especially when using a screen. And this enables our body to work um, even while being less mobile. As you're able, limit the number of people on video calls to three or less. And the reason mm -hmm. being is so that you don't have to pick up on everybody's verbal cues in the Zoom call. You can just pay attention to one person or two people. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, greet as many people when you can. So like when you're walking down the street, how we awkwardly won't say hi to people. No, say hi to that person because your body needs it. Wow. Whew, that was deep. That and is deep. I try to say hi to people though. They just kind of like look at me and keep walking. Yeah, they think you got that Rona, wow. bro. It's like, I'm, I'm not talking to you, brother. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they think you got that Rona, bro. <laughs> they think I got the kid. I didn't catch a case of the Ronas yet. Yeah. Uh, and uh, let's see, it says, plan for daily singing and worship while standing. Wow. Talk about your anger. And so... You know, like the other day when I was angry, someone said, are you angry? I said, no, nah, I'm good. And then I realized, no, I was angry. So, <laughs> and it says practice contemplative prayer. Like, so are you going to pray? Are you going to ask the Lord um, to change the season, change your body and change what's working? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I would just encourage anyone who's listening to this, like whether you're a student who's in Microsoft Teams all day or Zoom calls all day, like. One, it's okay. And two, your body is hard at work. And so we should rest even more. Like sleep, we should be sleeping more because our bodies are so tired. Crazy. So. So I need to go back to when I was a kid and start taking some more naps. Hey, we might have to, bro. Crazy. My nap time is going to be 1130. So don't, don't, don't disrupt me. Yeah, bro. I won't, I will ask to record then, bro. I promise. <laughs> Hey, someone's gonna do. Do I was watching a podcast and they said they uh they caught how many times they said like, so like 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 like. I was like, how many times do you think they're gonna call me out on saying, bro? Ooh, we should listen back to another episode <laughs> and count how many times you said bro, and then bring it back into the next episode. And then once, oh, dude, and then do an over under, some kind of wager on this. And I'm going to guess how many times you say it. And it's so funny. That is hilarious. I am down for that. We're going to go back. I'm going to go back and listen to an episode in my free time one of these days. And I'm going to count how many times you say, bro. We're going to do an over-under wager on Instagram on how many times you think Nate says, bro. No. <laughs> bro, I just said <laughs> But it's such a habit, though. Like, I guarantee there's something I say. Oh, and that's man. like. I guarantee you. And now that you said that, I said like and then tried to switch what I was going to say because I was going to say it again. So now I'm trying not to say like again. Jesus, hell. Bro, me. it's just crazy. All right. You just got to – the thing I heard was like, it's good. Like, if you're catching yourself getting like, like ah, I shouldn't say it. I just, <laughs> I just said it And again. you did it like three or four times in a row. <laughs> Bro. It's funny. It's funny. I am going to try the rest of this episode not to say like. So if I sound choppy, now you know why. All right. <laughs> well, that's the thing, though, is no one's going to be mad that you pause. But our brain is trying to fill in that empty space because it doesn't want the empty space, bro. <laughs> <laughs> why did I say that? I don't know. Oh, it's like crazy. <laughs> oh, gee. It's like, it's, it's like wild. <laughs> 
Okay. We are a mess. <laughs> All right. We are going to hop into our next part. You guys know what this is. Captions. Captions. captions we answered captions, a couple captions, questions in an Instagram caption. So you guys can get to know us. And we're going to Captions, 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 <laughs> captions, captions. Is that our background music? Captions, 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 captions. Captions, captions. Bro, you know what we should do? Dude, we should. Hey, totally, totally feel free to to delete that like i just i don't know oh no saying. we're keeping that we should okay. make a caption song that plays when we we're playing let's do it hey bet bet we'll put I can it record some captions type beat uh <laughs> put on youtube and freestyle put on youtube captions type beat cuz captions type beat homie oh man all right so we got three questions some of them are serious but the first one's funny what would be your first so say the commissioner you get drafted first round you're on stage coronavirus is done what's your speech what are the words you say to the to the to the people all right so do like the thing do like the thing be like hey uh, for the second pick okay 2020 draft the seattle seahawks select talent austin and i'll tell you i'll I'll do my speech yep do it do it and the fourth, the first round, fourth pick of the 2021 NFL Draft, we got <laughs> Talyn Austin from the University of Washington. Tight end. First of all, I just want to say uh, thank <laughs> Why are we in that case for this, bro? <laughs> Let me finish my speech, bro. All right, bro. go, go. All right, all right. So, first of all, I just want to thank God for giving me for giving me the the talent uh, to walk on that field day in and day out and put all my my hard working guts into football. I want to thank my mom. I want to thank my pops, my little brother, all my sisters. I want to thank my church family, Taylor Murray. I love you. I want to thank. <laughs> Taylor Murray, I love you. Gonna say Taylor's Murray name on the on the draft stage, bro? Come on, bro. That's my guy. He's gonna be my. Uh, what do you call it when you have a, uh, a preacher while you do sports? What's that uh, called? Oh, uh, your chaplain. Listen, he's gonna be my chaplain, so I gotta shout him out. You know? <laughs> yeah, fool, bro. Come on, man. And then I I exited like we about the ball, baby. Hey, look, 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 look. And since they didn't want to pick you, they're gonna be like this. Gonna be like this. <laughs> Jesus, I need help on this podcast tonight. Thank they you, man. Like, they gonna be like, they gonna be like, <laughs> also, why NFL players be thanking God when they say they're atheists? I don't, I never get that. Crazy, right? They get up there and be like, thank God. Um, well, he's, he's the ruler of my life. It's like, bro, that's not true to yeah, you. I just want to thank G.O.D., you know, believing this since day one. <laughs> so how, how's your relationship with God? I don't know that, dude. I don't know what you're yeah, talking I about. I don't got one of them. All right, bro, do mine, do mine. Here we go, do mine. All right, all right. All right. Do mine, yep. <laughs> <laughs> with, with the first pick in the 2021 draft, Philadelphia Eagles select oh. Nate Burdeen. Nate, hey, 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 what's up? Hey. Running back. Right, oh, running back? Oh, okay. Get on stage, you know what I'm saying? You got to pop the collar. <laughs> hey, you know what I came here to do? <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> we came here to win championships. <laughs> hold till it, hold it, till it, hold it, hold it. Not one. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying. Not two. Not three. <laughs> not four. <laughs> not five. <laughs> We're going to win 10 of these joints. Oh, man. Hey, and I'm going to be the quarterback and the coach. Let's go. <laughs> I'll play. And then hold up, hold up. I don't want to give a shout out to it. Bro, hold, hold on. Have you been seeing the meme, bro, from All American on TikTok? Uh, oh, like the videos of like the guy. What's his name, dude? Uh, whatever the guy's name is. He's like, he's like, I don't need help. I don't need your handouts. Yeah, I don't need your handout. <laughs> and he's sitting at the restaurant. He's sitting at the restaurant ordering food. He said, hey, sir, how can I help? You think I need you? Or you think I need your help? Where was you at when my daddy was there? <laughs> Bro, do you need to order food or not? No. I'm angry. Yeah, I'm angry. I'm angry. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. Yeah, and that's how that's what that guy would be like. And he just got drafted. You think is I need that, 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 that that's a true story too, right? Like yeah, that that's actually, a real story. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, you you think I, I read need something your, the other Go ahead. You think I need your handouts? I don't need to be drafted to the league. I don't need you. I'm angry. I don't need to be drafted to the league. You think I need y'all? I don't need these millions. Where was you at when my daddy wasn't there? What about moms? What about Charles back at the crib? You gonna help that? Are they gonna get drafted to the team? Hey yo, there there was the one where um where he uh oh i lost my train of thought but it's funny man <laughs> it, it, that dude just kills me bro I'm he <laughs> he uh he has some oh it was okay so it said that it said that uh the tv show uh what's it called it's called all american so he said that the tv show all american there's no way that this kid was ripping and running through compton and didn't get smacked up <laughs> that's bro <laughs> or crenshaw not- and didn't get smacked up that dude's in Crenshaw, like just chilling. And when and you check stories of real all Crenshaw, the gangsters and like, yes. I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> like, he's like, hey, selling drugs ain't cool. That boy would have been like, yeah, whatever, dog. <laughs> yeah, all right, catch me outside. How about that? Yeah, but I mean, selling drugs isn't cool, guys. But no, it's not. In, it's Crenshaw, not. in Crenshaw, they didn't care. Mm-hmm. And they still don't care. <laughs> I'm angry. <laughs> I'm angry, dude. All right, man. That's some good stuff. That's, That's some good great. stuff right so there. So if we got drafted, that would be our that would be our speech. And then that would be I don't know the guy's name from that show, but I'll find out. <laughs> All right. Uh let's see. Right, here's our next one. Here's our next, hard switch. Actually, it's not the hard. What's the first thing you do, bro? Caption after you get out of the quarantine. I would say date night for real for real i think the first thing that i'm gonna do when this is all over after going to my parents house is taking jordan on like this adventure through seattle where we go coffee shop breakfast lunch dinner and then dessert like from seattle to bothell to everett to wherever but i just want to go sit in restaurants and feel that vibe again you know what i mean yeah that's good what about you what about you bro yeah, I'd say I'm gonna just copy yours, bro. Day night for real. Day night for real, dude. 
you know, I'm not able to see Julia. And so it's like, that's tough. It's tough. And you know, bro, I just, I said, bro, like four times. I just, <laughs> I can't do when you count, good. when you count it, it's going to be like a hundred. I promise you. <laughs> it's going to be so bad. No, dude, we should count. I said, dude, that one, Hey, let's go. Anyway, let's go. <laughs> yeah. I just, for real, we, we're talking about Stanley and Seaforts um, and Tacoma. Super mm-hmm. good, super good spot. It's expensive, but super good spot in Tacoma. We it's, talked about that last episode, right? Yeah, I think we did. But okay. such a such a good spot, and so that's that was our first Valentine's Day uh, that we went there, and so we're just like, we're just like we we got to go all out. That's what we're feeling. Yeah. We're kind of feeling what you're yeah. feeling. Like it's, yeah, we got to go all out. It's time. So yeah, that's what we're doing day night for real. All right, here we go. Last one. So, bro, how are you dealing with emotions in this time? Maybe anxieties. How how are you dealing with that? How are you coping? Hashtag I need help. Um, and I and I say that with with all means as to like I have people in my life that I call when I'm facing something, um, or like people like you where I'm like, hey, bro, like, can you be praying for me tonight? Um, I'm just going through some stuff. Obviously, in the season we're in. Um, I'm an extrovert, so it's hard being stuck in the house. It's hard having um, no communication only through via what we're doing right now um, or via Zoom calls or, um, you know, maybe being able to go out and see Jordan or talk to my parents over the phone. Um, it, it gets hard, man. And, and, and as easy as it is for other people who are extroverts, um, I'm sure they're still missing that feeling of being with people. Um, but if you're dealing with anxiety and you're going through being stuck at home, it gets hard. Um, and the only thing that I can say that I, that I do that works for me and how I handle it is to put on worship music and I pray or I reach out to somebody and, and I start a communication uh, meaning like, hey, bro, let's hop on Xbox and play Xbox just to distract sure. me for a minute. Right. And so um, or I'm, I'm talking to students or I'm, um, you know, FaceTiming my mom and she probably is like, why is this kid calling me so much now? Like I didn't call her this much while we were busy. Yeah. Um, and so now I'm feeling myself calling people more, reaching out more. Um, so I'd say just, I need help. I need people in my corner. I need people praying for me. I need to listen to worship music. I need to read my Bible. I need to pray. And it's just one of those things where I think time is going to heal this. And once we get back, I'll be okay. But just in the thick of this, the anxiety gets kind of rough. It does. Yeah. Um, and, and it's nothing to like sugarcoat or try to pretend like it's not real, but, um, just keep pushing through though. I would say if you're feeling that like I am and, and you got that, that, that heavy mindset, um, as it's easier said than done, but at the end of it, you'll get through it. So just keep pushing through if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's good, bro. That's good. I think, yeah, I think you just have to do it. I think before you hop on any zoom things or any, all the, any of this other stuff, Mm -hmm. check in with yourself first. True. Like when I get up in the morning, I kind of just lay there and then I shower and get dressed. And I mean, I did that anyway, but it's just like, that is my time to hop in the shower. Think about what's the day. Think about how was I, what am I doing? You know, just sing or whatever, just chilling. And so, I think you ha- we have to protect our sacred times too and our sacred spaces. I think we're so busy helping others a lot that we for- mm-hmm. we we for- 
forget how important it is to to do that. Yeah. And so, yeah, dog, I think we have to, We, like you said, I need somebody. We have to also be there for ourselves, too, because we want to be there yep. for everybody so badly that we were, were kind of unable to be there for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's good, bro. Those are our yeah, captions. Man. It's tough. But we get there, bro. That's what Spencer I- James. Spencer James is the dude's name? That's his name. Ah, Spencer. It, it came to me. I'll need your hand out. <laughs> I'm angry. Just just to just to pick the mood back up a little bit, right? There you we go. Just talk yeah. about some deep stuff. So <laughs> Uh, let's pick the mood back up a little yes. bit to our listeners. And uh, we love you. Thank you for sticking around and for still <laughs> listening. Like, <laughs> and don't be Spencer James. Like, help. Let people be around you. Let don't people just... help you. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's let's transition, bro. Let's transition into our our last part. Our leadership thought. Here we go. Till then, what do we got? Uh, so tonight I'm going to be talking about uh, following, um, following Jesus. Um, I think we titled it something actually. Um, and let me check here what we titled it. Are we really following? <clears throat> and I think that this can be uh, something that you preach to your students. I think that this can be something you preach to your peers. I think that this uh, is something that, that preaches to you rather than just like, hey, this is a leadership thought. We want you to bring this back to someone. It's more just like a, hey, let's get a check in our spirit, especially in the season we're in, because I needed it for sure, right? So um, <clears throat> Matthew 16 says, then Jesus said to his dis- disciples, sorry, then Jesus said to his disciples, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And I'm going through this diva, right? And I'm thinking to myself like, wow, am I actually putting into practice what it means to be a follower of Jesus? Or do I do this for the hype? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that, that question ran through my mind. And it's like, obviously I'm a follower of Jesus. I'm reading my Bible. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to church online you know i'm listening to worship music i'm praying i'm reaching out to my students what more do you ask of me right and so Mm. it's it's like really asking a question and it seems like a a place for you to begin this journey like are you a follower of jesus Mm. i know you've been asked a question before and it's so familiar there's a tendency to like dismiss it not because you're uncomfortable or, or not because it's like, a, a especially uh, not convicting. The question is dismissed mostly because it feels redundant and un- unnecessary, right? So you you, mm. you you get asked that question. You're like, are you a follower of Jesus? You follow? Like, yeah, duh. Like, I do my I do my duties. And uh. Many of us many of us are are so quick to say yes, but not really understood why what we're saying. And one of the most sobering passages in the Bible tells us of a day when many who consider themselves to be followers of Jesus will be stunned to find out that he does not even recognize them. Jesus describes a day when everyone who has ever lived will stand before God. And on that day, many who call themselves Christians and identify themselves as followers 
will stand confidently in front of Jesus to hear him say, I never knew you away from me. Wow. And to be clear, that's not my opinion or my interpretation. Um, that's just what it says will happen. Right. And so yeah. what I, what I think is, is we have to start thinking outside of like the camp realm, right? Like, or we have to start, stop thinking like, Oh, I went to camp. So I'm a follower or man, I go to church every Wednesday night. I read my Bible and I do that. It's what is our goal in the mix of following Jesus, right? So we, we say we follow, we do all these other things. It's like, okay, what's next? What are we actually doing to put in place being a disciple? What are we actually doing to put in place to live out his truthfulness, right? Is, am I making sense, Nate? What are your thoughts on yeah. this? Bro, I think that's good. I think, I think you bring up a valid point. I've always shared one of the most sobering thoughts to me in scripture was when they're like, Hey, yo, Jesus, like I'm going to be in heaven. I'm going to be in heaven. He's like, you know, it's crazy. Some of y'all going to pull up to heaven. Y'all going to realize I didn't know you. Hmm. And I think what I was, I was in this class and it said that he thinks we have Jesus wrong. Imagine being told that bro, that you have Jesus wrong. Hmm. And he, he says, he says, we've made everything about the end goal, heaven. Everything is heaven, 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 heaven. And I'm not saying it's negative at all. I can't say that because obviously I want to be in heaven kicking it with the Lord. Yeah. But have we focused so much on that as the goal that we forgot to actually tell people how to follow Jesus here on earth? Wow. And so what the Corona time is teaching us is passivity won't work. And that there's mm-hmm. a realness that has to happen because no one, <laughs> this might be hard, but no one is there to hold your hand and tell you how to follow Jesus now. That's crazy. Pa- um, consumer Christianity, f- listening to your favorite preacher, all those things between like doing whatever you do is no longer, I think, how a lot of people are connecting with Jesus. And it's I don't think I, and I don't think I even said that right. And and it's because to have, like to, to Lynn, when me and you wake up, we have to wake up and go, I gotta spend time with the Lord first or something. Because if I don't, I'm my relationship is only based on what I do. And since I work in ministry, it's even harder because what I what I, a lot of people can get tricked into doing, and this is for the leader. <sighs> What we can get tricked into doing is believing that since we work in a church, our faith life is okay just because we work in a ministry. Crazy, right? And that's not true. Even as a leader. Yeah. Like, we can- I'm, a, I'm a leader, so sometimes I feel like even just being a leader is good enough. And it's like, bro, you, you have so much more to learn if that's where your head is at. So I, we talked about this, but the end goal, heaven is, is heaven. Like we will go to heaven. So I think it's taken care of. Like, why, why are we still fighting for that? And why are we chilling as if that was the only goal? Because what I heard my God tell me after he ascended was go and make disciples of all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. A lot of people are saying, well, I can't go touch people. But he said, he never said that I couldn't go preach to people on online, that I couldn't tell people about Jesus. Sometimes I wish we we went back to having that youthful, that mm-hmm. youth that we had um, to tell people about the Lord. So I don't know man, what you think about that, but it's just, is the end goal wrong? 
because heaven is taking care. God is, Jesus is taking care of heaven. He says, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like the next steps when you're a follower um, and, and we become followers and, and as leaders, as, as people who believe already, right. We become followers and we get so stagnant or we get so comfortable with where we are that we forget to go to the next level. Um, and, and that's discipling people around us, um, in our everyday life. Um, for me, it's, it's, it could be my roommates. It could be as simple as what can I be praying for you about? Whether, whether or not they know Jesus, what it, it's the, what am I asking the questions that need to be asked? Am I, yeah. am I actually doing the things that need to be done? Mm. Um, because following Jesus always results in a transformed life. So mm. In his presence all the time correct things are changing for us all the time and mm -hmm. we move with the season right like that's why we call these things that we go through seasons because each season is different for us so we're moving with the season and following jesus in every season not seasoning we're not chickening right now um <laughs> and each of our lives has to be changed with that but are we walking through changing people's lives while we're changing through our seasons it's like one of the biggest things I think the goal with following Jesus is, is like, are we helping other people that don't know who God is, that don't have a relationship deep in their relationship Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and it, move bro. forward with, move forward with, with getting to know Jesus in that, in that whole atmosphere, right? Like I want in my life to say whether or not I ever touch a mic again, or I step on stage again to, to preach or to walk into church and lead a small group. Did I do everything in my power? to make sure that I discipled at work. Can I do everything that. in my power to make sure that I discipled in my, in my, in my living room with my parents, that I do everything in my power to make sure mm -hmm. that I discipled. It could be as small as walking into a grocery store, right? Like, am I brushing off the Jesus way when I walk outside of my house mm. every time, right? Like, am I probably not? No, because I get frustrated and I get, and, and there's times where it's like, bro, you go to church? What? <laughs> what? And so as leaders, sometimes even as leaders or people who already follow, sometimes there's this thought that like, if we're not 100% on it, then we're not doing it right. And it's like, well, you still have a life to live outside of being like perfect all the time. Yeah. And so I don't think, I don't think that there is a complete goal answer. I think that if we are just following what the Bible says, discipling people that are around us i think that we're 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 doing the the best that we can do does that make sense yeah but I, I, I rambled a lot there does you're it good. make sense what i said okay yeah but <laughs> capture that though i love what you said about the stage and a mic because you know what's crazy t we may never be at that point for a long time mm. i mean we, i mean i don't like in the grand scheme of things i think we'll be okay but what we say would be our lifeblood, how we want to encourage people from a stage could go away for yeah. a good amount of time. And so the question would be, if someone's not on a stage sharing to you or you're not on a stage sharing to somebody else, are you really about it? Wow. 
And I would ask myself, right. and that's the thing, as I'm and me and Talin aren't saying this because we're like, well, we got it. I'm saying, am I about it? Is Talin I exactly are exactly. we about it? Because I, I I would argue and I would say no. Like the first couple of weeks of quarantine, you think I was getting closer with Jesus? I wouldn't <laughs> say so. Yeah. No, I literally called my mom the other day and 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 had this big like awakening conversation that like I found myself opening too many bottles of wine. I found myself feeling like I was getting lost in this season yeah. um, and had to, had a correction in my, in my, in my spirit. Like, Hey, am I actually doing what I need to be doing to follow Jesus in the season? Am I strengthening my relationship while I'm away from even being with people? Like it, it is it taking me walking into real life church every time to, to be a real follower Ooh. or am I following my, my stop, actual, bro. Oh, okay. Okay. What do you think about this? Comfortable Christianity is done, bro. Comfortable it's Christianity. It's cut. And I, and, and I think Taylor talked about it so well today in his podcast. I listened to his podcast today and he talked about the, he, he had the, the, the whole, the whole passiveness thing going on. And there's no time for passive worship. There's no time for passive prayer. There's no time for passive like relationships anymore. It's like, we got to be, everything has to be real and authentic now. And I think that what you said, when you say that there's, there's just no time for Christian culture anymore. I think that it's, I think that it's, I think we're way past that whole mindset of like, all right, well, I can do kind of what I want to now because I'm in a season where there's nothing to do, you know? So I think we're past that, man. I think we have to now dive in and do more discipling than we've ever done before. Yeah. I mean, the church, I, I think it's kind of funny. I think the church is going to go back to its roots. Because discipling was, was everything. Yeah, that was the main goal. That was it. And so, bro, you were going in, but I think it's, I love what you said. When I walk into said place, do I, does the, does the faith-filled, Jesus-loving Nate wake up? Or is it is that just an extension of something that Jesus-loving Nate does? Or is that who I am? And I think if it's who we are, we might find ourselves in this season going, man, I'm in a dangerous place. I don't know. My spiritual life is together. But if it was an extension of who we are, I think we'll find, we, we'll find ourselves in a place of, you know what? This season's different, but I'm not. I'm not losing who I am. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, who we, I, there's a couple quotes I got from it. Are we really following what you said? Are we really about it? When we walk into a place, does to let, you know, do we like turn on? Does the, does the switch flip and <laughs> comfortable Christianity is dead, is done? We don't have time for it. So, whew. To live, no, I'm bro. Time for it. Is your is your is your computer overheating, bro? Because you're kind of <laughs> going in over there. <laughs> I just been listening to a lot of sermons. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're trying to get some preaching chops in. I I know. <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, Taylor, if you hear this, I'm ready, cuz. It's like I'm just playing. <laughs> hey, get me there. Get Come me on, there. man. Hey, cool on, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I'm just trying to share some word, bro. You know, I'm shit. I'm just sharing the preaching gospel, man. Right? Come on. <laughs> Yeah, but, but it's called the Numo Christian, Christian, I'm Christian gangster, cuz. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, you ever hear about Jesus, homie? We're falling apart, bro. We're falling apart. All right, come on. Hey, let's get it. Let's get it. Hey, you hear about Jesus, homie? Hey, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, hold up. That's a different thing. 
and we love you, God. He's, bro, everyone's like, he's so good. I'm like, he's annoying, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. You think he's annoying? I think he's hilarious. Love dude. Jesus love, Christ. Jesus, love Jesus Christ. Love your enemies. And I'm like, follow your neighbors. Love your enemies. <laughs> Talk about a Christian gangster. That dude is about it. Hey, he got hey. Jesus Christ. But if he pulled face. up, to, but if he pulled up to you and he was like, "Hey, Jesus Christ," you'd start following the Lord. Oh, for sure. That's big facts. No printer. It's aggressive, bro. You start <laughs> pop blocking on stage. It's a very <laughs> aggressive. Yeah, like, it's do I have a choice? <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> That's aggressive. Hey, y'all! Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. Bro, I had fun. This is this give me this gives me life every week. But this episode, yes, is giving me life. So hopefully you're at home, and you just find a little bit of joy in, in checking out the Youth of the Nation podcast. So Lane, get us out of here, bro. Jesus is the only one. Yes, he is. And also, don't forget to check out our boy Taylor Murray's The Numal Podcast. Well, uh, why are we giving T a plug? Always, always got to give T a plug because we love <laughs> uh, the Numa podcast. It's everywhere where you, you can listen to podcasts. It's great. Um, we had him actually a couple episodes ago, and uh, he, you guys heard him. He's hilarious and so real. Yeah. And so yeah. we love you guys. Jesus is the only one. Peace. Doses. <laughs>